Uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. How good is God to me? And uh, part of the mission and the reason that I have a radio show is to is to become a sharer, more and more of a sharer. You know, um, I used to hear my mother say it to me all the time, but God blesses you to become a blessing. And I think the more you understand that about yourself, I think the more blessings will flow your way. I think that once you understand the principle that, uh, you know, it, it, but it's kind of tied together with some other scriptures, and I'm not too knowledgeable about them, of course, as usual. But I do know what I've heard, you know. And, you know, if you look at something simple as do unto others as you would have them do unto you, uh, wouldn't you want somebody to help you if you needed help? I just know how to get it down there to where I've been able to understand it. If, if, if there's a scripture similar that it says, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Or if that's, you know, in a prayer, would not you want somebody to help you if you needed help? You've heard you reap what you sow. Do you understand that if you sow discord, that discord is going to come your way? That if you hate, hate going to come your way. If you blog nothing but negative comments about people, your life will be filled with negativity. If all you do is talk about people, then guess what? Somebody got to turn that gun around and talk about you. See, it, it just stands to reason. So what I've learned in my life and through all the, the trials and tribulations that I've had 
is to take those lessons and share them with people in case you ain't heard it from somebody else. See, sometimes, and the reason it seems like I'm redundant at times, is which I am, is because I'm always trying to find a different way to say the same thing. Because it's a funny thing, man. You got to hear it a certain way for it to click with you. How many times have I heard a saying and then I heard it a different way that it clicked with me? You know, I've heard uh, this saying right here. Remember this now. Everybody's not happy for you. We've all heard that, right? Everybody's not happy for you. Well, that's very simple. That, that don't need no explanation. That simply means of all the people you know or do not know, when something happens to you and you're celebrating it, everybody not going to join in on the celebration. That's all that is. But then you take it one step further. My father used to say something to me all the time. He said, son, everybody come with you, can't go with you. I didn't get that when I was 15. Everybody come with you, can't go with you. He said, you're going to lose some of these friends you got along the way. But I don't care where you get in life. Know this right here. Everybody can't go with you. If you are constantly trying to improve yourself, you constantly have to take assessment of the people around you. Because if you are going to continue to go and continue to grow, then guess what? You got to have people that's on the go and willing to grow. Or else, guess what? You're going to learn a valuable lesson. You know, the late uh, boxing promoter, Butch Lewis. I was talking with Butch Lewis one time. And uh, man, what a good brother, man. He said, every successful man is doing what I call, he got rope work to do. He got rope work to do. He got to put in work on rope. And I'm sitting there listening to Butch Lewis and all the money he had made and all the people's lives he had changed and all of the moves he was making and his and incredible skills as a negotiator on behalf of some very, very wealthy people. He was just an, an amazing man with no education, but he read everything. He Butch Lewis read all the, all the papers, all the periodicals. That brother knew everything. He said, uh, you got to put in rope. And I was sitting there listening. He said, here's the analogy, little brother. He said, you are on rope. There's a thick rope you have on no shirt. You have on some tattered clothes. You have on no shoes. Your shorts is cut off just below the knee, and they tatted. And you got dirt on you, and you're sweating. There's this huge, huge raw rope over your shoulder. There's burn marks on all of your shoulder. Connected to that rope is a wagon. That wagon has all your weight on it, all your responsibilities, all the people you're responsible for, all your children, your wife, your family members, your employees, your, your co-workers, your friends. They all on that wagon, man. They just sitting there. He's saying what you got to do is you got to pull that wagon up the hill. Now, only thing with it is can't nobody help you pull your wagon. You pull your wagon alone. He say, now, what you can do along the way of pulling your wagon is you can find yourself a good wife, a good woman. He say, now, what that woman does is she get down off the wagon. She fan you while you pull it. She put water on you while you pull it. She put stuff in your mouth while you pull it. She kick rocks out the way while you pull it. But she... But she pulling for you. But she is equally as important as you are on the pull of the rope. 
He said, you hear me clearly now, young soldier. He said, nah, get this here. He said, it's people on your wagon that you're responsible for, but you want the people on your wagon to help you get your wagon to the top. So what you hope is that they got their foot hanging over the side, pushing. They got one leg over the back, or maybe both legs over the back, pushing. They got they might have their butt on the wagon, but they pushing with both legs. They back facing your back. Maybe some of them facing you, but one of them got left leg hanging over trying to push. And you hope that all them people on the wagon you pulling is back there at least trying to help the wagon get to the top of the hill. Here go your problem, though. Everybody ain't pushing. Everybody ain't pulling. Ain't, everybody ain't pulling. Everybody ain't kicking rocks out the way. You got some people on your wagon that's just laying on the wagon, drinking lemonade, looking at you, talking about how long it's taking you to get your wagon up to the top, looking at you, talking about why this wagon's so slow. Then when you start picking up, picking up speed, they want you to pull harder, you to pull faster, you to pull more. Then they want you to throw what you done earned on the way up the hill back to on the wagon so they can have more. But guess what? They ain't helping you get more. But they got a sense of entitlement that since you got more, they should have more. Everybody come with you, can't go with you. Sometimes you got to kick the people off the wagon that ain't pushing and pulling and say, hey, man, I'm sorry. I thought I could do this with you and I thought you was going with me. But it's clear to me you ain't nothing but dead weight. And it ain't my responsibility to carry dead weight anymore. I have carried you as long as I have to carry you. You are no longer my responsibility. I'm responsible for my family, my wife, my children. I'm not responsible for you. You got to get off my wagon because I'm a man on rope. I'm on a mission, baby. I'm pulling. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, please, please, your undivided attention. Steve Harvey Morning Show about to kick off. And today's show is dedicated to that person of most importance. And we all have them in our lives. Today's show is dedicated to the people who come and tell you they have a hard out. (laughs) Anybody who comes to you and tells you, listen, this has to be finished at this time. This show is dedicated to people with what's called in our business a hard out. Hard out. You know how many times I've been on my show, man, and some guest of little importance mm. comes in and wants the whole show to be wrapped around because they have a hard out. Hard Do you know out. how many times I've had that on my show? Oh, I'm sure. Y'all ain't y'all have <laughs> Every no day? idea. I'm sure. Oh, dog, the people that have come on my set and went, excuse me, and it's usually the publicist, it's usually not even that person. <laughs> they have a hard out it. I'll be going, really? 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 Hard Let's out. stop that. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show has a hard end. <laughs> We're on right now, Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. Carla Pharrell. Good morning. What's up, crew? I'm going to say good morning to somebody I never say good morning to, but I want y'all to hear her voice. Monica Barnes, good morning. Hey, Bob. <laughs> hey, Bob. Just thought y'all would want to hear what I had to hear every morning. Junior. <laughs> morning, Unc. Morning, everybody. Nephew Tommy. Top, 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 baby. Thursday morning, Uncle Steve. That's what it is. Ooh, yeah, it is. It. it is. It is. Boy, 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 One boy, day. boy. What's what an interesting on, day yesterday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Talking about mm. that verdict. 
Well, oh, the man. verdict, the president. The oh, yeah. The dude. <laughs> I mean, not the verdict. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sentence. The sentencing. Uh-huh. The sentencing, the punishment. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about the president going off, tweeting oh, this man, some this bull. Right here. <laughs> I should have the right to face my. Is he losing it, y'all? Oh, yeah, he losing yeah. it. I ain't watching. Is he yeah. losing yeah. it? Yeah. 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 No, lost he it. He going Done off. Lost it. Yeah. But you know, man, it's, it, it, it's, it's just I can't even believe what they're doing. But I then I can. But then you can. Exactly. Exactly, Steve. It's, it, but it is the most blatant show. of. Here's, here's what throws me about the Republican Party. Their beloved constitution that their beloved forefathers wrote that they hang on their walls and, and they put it in your face when it comes to anything, anything at all. If it comes to freedom of speech, if it comes to uh, the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms, they weigh their constitution. But when one of them violates the constitution, they stop waving it. They put it right down. They set it down, act like they ain't never read it. <laughs> Donald Trump don't give a damn what's in that constitution. Mm-hmm. He do what he want to do. Yeah. Steve Harvey Morning Show will address it all today. What you got, Shirley? Well, um, you know, Bernie Sanders, too, is a little... Um, he, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, but we'll be true. back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 32 after the hour. Talk about more political news from Bernie Sanders right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Democratic presidential candidate uh, Bernie Sanders has canceled all campaign appearances due to a health issue. Uh, Bernie, of course, is uh, Mr. Sanders, I should say, is 78 years old. He was hospitalized in Las Vegas last night after experiencing chest pains. Doctors discovered a blocked artery and inserted two stents. Bernie's campaign uh, says he's resting comfortably now and is in good spirits. It has cleared his schedule until further notice. Wow. He is he's cleared his schedule man. now, so he needs some rest. Yeah. yeah. He'll be feeling good, man. Seventy eight, he is the oldest, yeah. He's seventy eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, he has to recover. Yeah, he really does. And heal and get well. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna it's gonna take a minute, man. I wish him well though, I really do. And campaigning nice is hard. Fun. I mean, this is not easy. Um, okay, and you got road life. Yeah, it's yeah. they've been doing this for I mean, it's going to be over a year when it's all said and done. You know, yeah. and he did it before, and Last he did it before, election. yeah, yeah. So, you got to be in some shape, don't you? You need to be fit, huh? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's it's mentally grinding. You know, same I mean, yeah, you got to same questions. You got to yeah. speak to crowds of people. You got to do interviews. Yeah. You got to debate. It's, it's you got to raise grinding. money. Yeah. You know, yeah. And it's stressful. It's stressful. Yeah, very much so. Now, if you're having trouble getting in and out the car, and your ass don't need to be president. That ain't the stress we talking about. Mm-hmm. You rocking yeah. in the presidential That's level. your damn Who's problem. <laughs> rocking your way out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to get up. You got to get up. Yes, you old people. One more time. One more time. Here go. Mr. President, get out the car. We're here. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, Steve. That's a bit much. That visual right yeah. there. Hold my coat. Give me your hand. <laughs> Boy, let my arm go. This is what you don't want to hear from you. Yeah. Who has the presidential inhaler? <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, who has the presidential inhaler? Yeah, but we wish him the best. A, a speedy recovery for Bernie Sanders. Definitely. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. President, Mr. President, you, you, do you have your nitrogen pill? Wow. All right, go out there and get them, Tiger. 
I remember six minutes, I'll throw another one, catch it with your mouth. <laughs> oh, no. All right, Just we're got the up. president up there like he a seal. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to catch his meds. In other political news, guys, President Trump accuses the Democrats of wasting everyone's time and energy on BS. Yeah, he said it. <laughs> Well, he but he said it. He cussing he up in there. Tommy, yeah. this dude. Yeah. You don't care. <laughs> Say it again. Uh, what did he do? Didn't didn't he? What did he do with the girl? Come, come on. <laughs> what what girl? Stormy. Mm. Stormy Daniel. Pay it off. Sound bite too from yeah. his uh, uh-huh. press conference. Uh, yeah. Oh, he did all that though. Yeah. So cussing ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what cussing? <laughs> but he's the president. Come Yo, on. Oh, oh, but Shirley, did you see what he was talking about? Pompey versus Adam Schiff and how qualified Pompey was. And then he said, Adam Schiff couldn't carry his blank strap. And you know, I don't want to use the word because they'll think I'm so awful, but he couldn't carry his blank strap. And you know what I mean. Dog, if you gonna type out the whole word BS, yeah. I think it's okay to say jock strap. Yeah. I really do, dog. You, you got the dumbest way of deciding what's fair and what ain't, what's best and what's not. That's why, man, when you get a person that's never been poor, that's never served people, that's never had to care for anyone, he can't govern a nation of people who need things. He can't. Nope. Also, because if, if you need anything, you cannot expect to get it from a person who's never needed nothing. He doesn't understand that kind of need. Um, also, Steve, during yesterday's press conference, uh, take a listen when journalist Jeff Majors asked the president, what does he want Ukraine's President uh, Zelensky to do about issues with Joe Biden and his son Hunter? Take a listen. We have the president of Finland. Ask him a question. I have one for him. I just wanted to follow up on the one that I asked you. Which did was, you hear what me? Did you, want did you hear to... me? Yes, Ask sir. him a question. I, I will. But I've my... given you a long answer. Ask <laughs> this gentleman a question. Don't be rude. No, sir. I don't want to be rude. I just wanted you to have a chance to answer the question that I asked I've you. I've answered everything. It's a whole hoax. And you know who's playing into the hoax? People like you and the fake news media that we have in this country. And I say in many cases... The corrupt media, because you're corrupt. Much of the media in this country is not just fake, it's corrupt. And you have some very fine people, too. Great journalists, great reporters. But to a large extent, it's corrupt and it's fake. Ask the president of Finland the question, please. No, I want that rat to run out right now. <laughs> so now you're well, going to <laughs> tell me how to do my job. You're going to tell me how to do my job. Here's a problem when this president keeps talking about something is fake and something is corrupt. corrupt. And you can put that up in the same sentences as the same time when he said he's coming to uh, D.C. to drain the swamp. Mm. Well, he drained the swamp. He filled it with all new creatures. He has the most corrupt administration in the history of this government. More people that work for him are doing time. Mm have had positions with him who are now doing time. Yeah, yeah right now. Yeah, right now. And right now. some now are facing time. Yeah. So when you talk about corrupt, this, this has a lot of nerve. The sad part about all of this is that the staunch Republican, the Donald Trump supporter, doesn't care what he does. And I just asked people, I wanted this. This is the president of the United States. Would any of you want your son 
to grow up to be like him. No. Hmm. Mm-mm. Easy. Yeah. He's a he's a bully. <laughs> yeah. This dude. Yeah. Call Michael Cohen. Call his all the call the lawyer. He ain't nothing. Yeah. Call him. Did you all see the meme that was going around? Uh, did you send it to somebody sent it? They, uh, President Trump wanted to know who the whistleblower was. Oh, I sent you it, it yesterday. And it turned out to be Melania Trump, the first lady. <laughs> wow. I know. <laughs> all right, uh, coming up next, it is a nephew with Run That Prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, listen up, everybody. It's Junior, and I know you've heard me talking about the General Insurance. The General has affordable auto insurance at great low rates. When you choose the General, you get low monthly payments, a low down payment, and your choice of payment due date. Plus, the General offers the right level of coverage to suit your needs, whether that means liability or full coverage. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com to find out more. Some restrictions apply. For a great low rate you can get online, go to the General and save some time. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, a judge denies bail for R. Kelly and sets a date for his federal trial. Beyonce and Solange's father, Matthew Knowles, has breast cancer. We'll talk about all of that at the top of the hour. Right now, though, the nephew in the building with Run That Prank Back. What you got for us, Nav? Uh, high school reunion, Shirley. Okay. High school reunion. <laughs> you know, let's go. Everybody, get together. Let's go. Let's go see all our friends back in the day when you graduated. I was class in 1985. Let's go. Wow. Yeah. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Sylvia, please. Uh, she's not available. This is her husband, Andre. Can I help you? Andre, how you doing, man? My name is Ken. I'm, um, I, I graduated with Sylvia. We're having a big 25-year uh, class reunion this year. Okay. For uh, 1985. Will she be home soon? Uh, I don't know, man. She actually out shopping right now. Okay, okay, cool. Well, um, hey, listen, has she heard about, does she know about the reunion, or or do you know anything about that? Uh, not to my knowledge. It's the first I ever heard about a reunion. Okay. Well, there there is a reunion, man. She's actually, I think, signed up for it. I'm not sure. That's why I asked you. But I, I think I saw her name was that she was signed up to come. Okay. Let, let, let me ask you this. When, when, when exactly did you graduate? I graduated in 82. Okay, in 82. Okay, you a little bit before us then. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, um... Let me, let, me, let me go ahead and say this, Andre. Uh, actually, in high school, man, Sylvia was my, you know, my high school sweetheart. And, we, you know, we dated from ninth grade to freshman year in college. And I wanted to see if, you know, if, if, if it was cool with you, you know, if you didn't mind me escorting her to the 25-year class reunion. Doing what? Well, let, let me say that again. Like I say, man, my name is Ken. Uh-huh. Kid? I got that. I, I got that part. I'm trying to make sure I heard right what you said. Yeah, I said that I, I Sylvia and I were high school sweethearts, man. I was, uh, you know, from ninth grade all the way to freshman year in college. We dated each other. Okay. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I got, I got that. But what did you ask me? I asked you if, if, if it was all right for, if, if you didn't mind, if I escorted her to the 25 year class reunion. Are you related to her? No, I, I mean, no, I'm not related to. Her. I just told you I was a high school sweetheart. Uh, no, man, I'm saying nobody going to be asking my wife nowhere. I put the ring on her finger. You said you was you was her high school sweetheart? Yeah, I mean, we was together from, you know, ninth grade all the way to my to, to freshman year in college, you know, so. Okay. Yeah, that, was, that, that was in the past, brother. I'm sorry to let you know that, but that was in the past. I'm the present, so I only must think she's going to be interested in trying to go nowhere with you anyway. Hey, man, what I'm trying to explain to you, this is something innocent, though, man. This is just me taking her to, you know, you know, I thought she might get a kick out of us going together, you know. Well, I don't know what. 
wrong with you? I done told you. If it's not going to one ear, put the phone on the other one. She ain't going nowhere with you. Do I need to break it down anymore? Hey, man, you ain't got to you ain't gotta talk to me and disrespect me like this, man. Now, all I try to do is come on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You talking about I'm disrespecting you? You going to call my phone and tell me I'm disrespecting you. You asking me, can you take my wife to the damn class reunion and expect me to be okay with that? What kind of damn fool? That to call somebody and ask, can you take their wife to a class reunion? Hey man, that was my high school sweetheart. All right, we had we had some. I was her first. Okay, I was her first, dog. If you was the first, then I'm the last, and I'm the only one. So we are gonna leave it at that. How about that, partner? Right, well, it's, it's whatever, man. You know what, man? I try to call you and talk to you like a man, but you know what I should have did? Hey, I should have called me and talked to me like a man. Just... You were doing a little up, man. I should have called Sylvia in the first. I should have never called. Matter of fact, you know what? I apologize for calling. Let me get on the phone and just call Sylvia and see if she well, you, don't mind you go right on, with you go, me. You go right ahead and do that. You go right on ahead and call her. Well, that, that, that's what I'm going to do. Because Sylvia can make the decision on what Sylvia want to do. I can tell you one thing. Sylvia do what Sylvia want to do, but Sylvia ain't interested in you. Man, this is not about being interested in me, man. This is innocent. This is just me and her going to the damn class reunion together, man. It, it, it ain't like we finna go do something together, man, on, on a physical uh, uh, level. We just going to have fun. I'm, I'm trying business. to keep my cool. I'm trying to tell you that I already told you no. Okay? If you can't get no, then I don't know what you can't get. But you ain't getting Sylvia, I tell you that much. She's not going to no reunion. You know what, man? I'm through talking to you. I'm just going to call Sylvia because that's what I should have done in the first place. Oh, I should have called Sylvia. I told you, but you ain't going to call nobody. You better not dial my wife number, man. I'm telling you this right now. I'll be at that class where you and I'll be looking for your king, whatever your name is. I'm going to find out who you are. I ain't playing no like this. I already told you. You are disrespectful in the first place. I done told your don't call my wife. She ain't going to no Reunion, so you bet not call her phone. No, I've been married for twelve years. No, she don't want to go. Walk up in this of my situation. Now I done told you, I will come to this class reunion and I will your up, man, because you look like you're playing with me, or acting stupid or something. You ain't taking my wife to no class reunion. You understand what I'm saying? Your wife don't gonna want to go to the reunion with me. How you know that? She ain't going nowhere with you. I done told you, man. Don't get me acting crazy up in here. I done told you. Now I said first I won't come to the class reunion, but I will come to that. Just to make sure I knock your lights out. Don't be acting stupid like I can't find. They got all kind of they ain't found on some of them, but I'll find your This is innocent, man. Me and her going to the reunion is innocent. And she ought to be able to decide if she want to go with me or not. I ain't nothing innocent about you. Your sounds trifling anyway. Call somebody phone. Talk about a class reunion. I ain't even much heard about. Hey, I, don't give, I tell you what. You know what? I'm, 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 I'm finna get off phone call Sylvia, okay? Respect I'm, the ring. You understand what I'm saying to you? I didn't post the she mad, but I don't understand what you can't understand what? about that. Respect the ring. Hey, man, I got one more thing I need to say to you, man. You ain't got to say to me, man. You ain't got a thing to say to me except to hit this click in your ear, right? No, I got one more damn thing to say to you, and then I'm going to get off the phone. I'm going to be through with it, man. What the I'm you got to say to me? I say what? What the you got to say to me before I hang up this phone? I got this to say to you. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, your wife's Sylvia got me to prank phone call you. Bullshit. <laughs> Are you for real? I'm serious, man. I'm serious. Oh, man, I'm over here sweating and everything, man. Just mad. No, oh, this is a joke, dog. You all right? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be all right in about an hour or two. That's, that's.
That's okay. That's cool. All right. All right. Y'all got me. Y'all got me. Well, I guess this is a good time to tell you the class reunion is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess there ain't no class reunion, huh? No, there is a class reunion. You need to get ready because you're going. <laughs> yeah, I'll be making sure if there is one. I'll definitely be there. Oh, definitely man. <laughs> that is high school mm. reunion. Uh, play okay. too much. All right, play mm-hmm. a little too much. I'm in Salisbury, Maryland this weekend. Uh, that's Saturday night at the Wacomico, Wacomico Civic Center. And laying in the cut is Chuckles and Jackson, Mississippi, brand new comedy club. I'm there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of next week, 11, 12, and 13. All right? Can I say it like that? You did. All right. Mm-hmm. That's it. You there. All right. All right. All right. Take All it right. away, sir. All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, U.S. District Judge Ann Donnelly denied bail for R. Kelly's citing risk of uh, flight history of alleged obstruction. Wait. Oh, oh, I see. Wait, they really think R. Kelly a rug? Uh, yeah, they mm-hmm. said citing mm-hmm. risk of, of, of uh, you know, he might fly, you know. Yeah, he got a song called I Get Out. I yeah, I can believe I can well, fly. Well, you know, before, <laughs> before he tried to go uh, overseas to tour, so that's why they mm-hmm. cited that yeah. when he tried to do that. So they're like, no, nah, you're trying to still do concerts and stuff. So that's why they're saying a flight risk. Yeah, and, um, you know, so Robert's home detention request was denied, okay, the judge also set a, a trial date for the R. Kelly trial in regard to the five federal charges he faces for racketeering and sex trafficking crimes, alleging he abused women and girls for two decades, two decades, from 1998 to 2018 in three different states. That's Minnesota, Jesus. Illinois, and New York. Uh, his trial date is set for May 18th of next year. Oh, God, that's my Ooh. birthday. Oh, hell no, we got to move that. He got to get off my damn birthday. He can't be May damn. 18th. Damn, dog, that's what right. your birthday finna be? It's all about Man. him, you know So that. wait, whoa, 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 Shirley. Yeah. His trial is next May? Yep, yep. So he gonna be there so, the whole time? Mm-hmm. Sounds like it. she denied bail mm-hmm. this time. <laughs> I mean, but think about it. Uh, you know, Whatever. he's charged with crimes for abusing uh, women for two decades, women and girls, from 1998 to 2018. Yeah, he's begging three different for conjugal states. visits right now. That's yeah. what he's begging for. So, I mean, no. May 18th, you know. Stop saying that. We're going to move that. I'm going to talk to the judge. We're moving that. <laughs> Her name is Ann Donnelly. Next year, Robert going to lose so much weight in here. <laughs> <laughs> The court, we're not gonna recognize his act. Is that right? That's that's all really. All really, what's wrong with you? <laughs> wow, man, mm-hmm. yeah, wow. so uh, yeah, man, so his he trial won't even start until May that's 18th. the date, May 18th, 2020, election year next year. So he, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, you gotta, yeah, but look, at he's minimum till the trial starts yeah, again. No bail. Yeah, two, de- no two decades. And then it's confusing. So are they going to transport him with all these different state charges and try? This is, woo. He may be going on a prison tour, kind of like a little tour. <laughs> That's like, what's it going to be, around. one place, yeah, one state, and then they're going to do all of it there? That's 
Wow. All right. Uh, in other entertainment news, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and no one is more aware than Beyonce and Solange's father, a 67-year-old Matthew Knowles. He's been diagnosed with breast cancer. Uh, Matthew revealed during an interview with Michael Strahan on GMA, Good Morning America, his personal battle with breast cancer. He also has a history of women in his family having breast cancer, and uh, he said more men speak out about breast cancer uh, and don't feel embarrassed. You should. Speak out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to speak on it. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. It's, it's health concern. Especially black men from the ages of, I think, it's 60 to 70 years old. Uh, really, that, yeah. What's wrong, mm-hmm. I got enough to worry about. Yeah. There's a oh. lot going on right now. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We're yeah. praying for the daddy. Yeah, that's man. for sure. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah, hometown Chronic disease age. Man, yeah. Also, uh, in uh, related news, don't forget Carla, very own Carla, will be in Chicago, Chicago this coming Saturday for the third annual Sister Strut Breast Cancer Walk. That's right, that. with V103. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, Carla. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So go to V103.com and get more information. Okay, all right. All right, mm-hmm. Steve, time now for today's headline. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, everybody, and good morning. This is Antrip with the news. Well, Dallas's black community digesting the bittersweet end of the Amber Geiger case this morning. After deliberating for only 90 minutes on Monday, the jury found the now-fired white Dallas cop guilty of murdering her black upstairs neighbor. Murder, not the lesser charge of manslaughter. And attorney Benjamin Crump reminded folks then just who the innocent victim, Botham Jean, was. Botham was the best that we had to offer. 26-year-old, college-educated black man, certified public accountant, working for one of the big three accounting firms in the world, Price Waterhouse Cooper. This verdict is for Trayvon Martin. It's for Michael Brown. It's for Sandra Bland. However, Judge Tammy Ken announced the jury's decision about the sentence yesterday, and it was much lighter than many had anticipated. Did the jury find unanimously that the defendant did not cause the death of Botham John while under the immediate influence of sudden passion arising from an adequate cause and assessed the defendant's punishment at 10 years imprisonment in the Texas Department of Criminal Justice. In addition, we assess a fine of zero dollars and you will receive credit for any back time that you have. Now, so many people took to the streets last night to protest that 10-year term. The reason, well, because before the jury decided on the sentence, the prosecutor showed them uh, some of Geiger's racist and violent posts. Over the defense's objection, the jury was shown how she answered a friend's remark about the Martin Luther King uh, Jr. parade one day and how long it would go on. Geiger answers, well, until MLK is dead. Oh, wait. Like in a joke. Then she adds, just push them or pepper spray them in their direction. In other words, to disperse the black crowd. Another text suggests that she adopted German Shepherd, although it may be racist. Geiger says, oh, that's okay. I'm the same. I hate everything and everyone but y'all. One Pinterest reads, I wear all black to remind you not to mess with me because I'm already dressed for your funeral. Another one reads, people are so ungrateful. No one ever thanks me for having the patience not to kill them. Again, after seeing all of that, the jury gave Geiger only 10 years. She's reportedly eligible for parole in five. By the way, Amber Geiger is the first female member of the Dallas PD to be found guilty of murder. The last time a jury convicted any Dallas cop of murder was in the 70s. But in the last three years, four Dallas County officers have been indicted for murder. And Geiger is, Geiger rather, is the third to be convicted. 
The Democratic presidential hopeful Bernie Sanders said to be resting comfortably after undergoing a procedure to address a blocked artery yesterday. Today is National Make That Big Announcement Day. Whatever it is. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In the all-new season of Ready to Love, mm, we've heard of that show on the OWN Network. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Our very own nephew is the host, and the journey for love is just beginning. Take a listen when Tommy asks the singles, what is the problem with dating in Atlanta? Take a listen. All right, let's get real. What's the problem out here? Women in Atlanta say the men, they just want to play the field. Yeah. But check it out now. The men in Atlanta say you ladies are more interested in the size of their wallet mm-hmm. than the size of their heart. Mm. All right, nephew. Oh, okay. Let's mm. love it. <laughs> they, they used to say that about you the really women in L.A. You really show up. <laughs> <laughs> you really got sense. Hey, this is going to be a good season. Y'all got to tune in. Yeah. You, got, you, got, you got 10 ladies, 10 men. They come together, 20 singles trying to find love, man. And let me, this is a, this is a roller coaster. And the best thing we did this season, we didn't take the same uh-huh. route as the first season. So you're not, you're not, okay. on, you're not over there expecting or you think you know what's about to happen. Uh-oh. So we got curveballs every week. We got curveballs, baby. So tune in on OWN, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, man. Mm-hmm. Check out your boy. I promise you, you're going to love this. Ready to love. This right here is season two, baby. <laughs> Congratulations, Tommy. Now, do you guys do... Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did want to ask yeah. you a question. Do you guys do follow-ups? You fi- Like, you know, if they get together, you find out how the relationship's going and... Yeah, you uh-huh. follow up. I followed up with with uh, the young man that was sick. You know, oh, yeah. um, Alex. Mm-hmm. I followed up with him just to see how from he was last doing season. from the mm-hmm. last season, from season one. And uh, man, that brother nice. had to learn how to walk all over again. Wow. I yeah. mean, yeah, he he's on a cane now, but he's getting stronger and stronger. But it's it's it was an uphill battle for this brother. I mean, he was in a coma for months. Months, man. Really yeah, so. you said he had flu yeah. on the brain or Blame, something? They said brain, brain flu. flu. I've never yeah. heard that before in my yeah. life. So this was something so bizarre yeah. that it just right. kind of just freaked everybody yeah. out. But much love to Alex. He uh he moving moving forward trying to get back man. Please get this show there so my mama could ask could ask me about where's Tommy coming on TV. Saturday night. And it's it's the couples that watch it too. Even singles watch it, but it's more couples watching it too yeah. because you know men are saying that's you. You act just like that, and the yeah. women doing it back to the men. So everybody get to tune in. So oh, so if everybody was wondering why Tommy was, you know, dieting and losing weight and everything, this is why. Ready to I'm love. Trying to look decent, man. Yeah, this Saturday, October uh, 5th, what you say, uh, 10 what you say that, uh, He wanted me to be a don't fat host, so he said I was all right. That's what he wanted. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. Ain't don't nobody change with you. viewership numbers, not now, one. <laughs> Ain't nobody tuning in to see how fat you is. Tommy's skinny this year. Ready to love, hosted by our very yeah. own nephew, so Tommy. Good. This Saturday, yeah. October 5th. At ready for love ain't really ready for a meal. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up at 34 after the hour, Amber Geiger is sentenced to 10 years for killing mm. both them John and uh, his brother forgives her. We'll talk about that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, a Dallas jury sentenced Dallas police officer Amber Geiger to 10 years in prison 
for fatally shooting Botham Jean as he ate a bowl of ice cream in his own apartment. The state asked the jury to sentence Amber to 28 years. That was the age Botham Jean would have been this year. Uh, the 10-year sentence punishment was met with boos and jeers by a crowd gathered outside the courtroom. One woman said the sentence was a slap in the face. However, in a stunning moment, Botham John's brother, Brant John, uh, told Amber Geiger on the stand inside the courtroom, I forgive you and go to God. Take a listen. I speak for myself. I, I forgive you. And I know if you go to God and ask him, he will forgive you. And I don't think anyone could say it. Again, I'm speaking for myself, not even bad for my family. But I love you just like anyone else. I'm not going to say I hope you rot and die just like my brother did, but I see, I, I personally want the best for you. And I, I wasn't going to ever say this in front of my family or anyone, but I don't even want you to go to jail. I want the best for you because I know that's what that's exactly what both of them would want you to do. And the best would be give your life to Christ. I don't know if this is possible, but can, can I give her a hug, please? Wow. Wow. What an outstanding human man. But but they said the same thing about his brother. I mean, about both of them. He was that kind of guy. He was just such a great guy. When I I watched this Mm -hmm. on television Mm -hmm. yesterday, it it really choked me up, man, because I was feeling that young brother, man, Mm -hmm. because he he has to to he has to live with this the rest of his life, and he chose not to make hate a part of the rest of his life. Mm. Right, right. That That's a special person mm-hmm. to be right. able to fix in your mind the correct way. Now, I don't know that about me. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know that about me. I don't know. That you would have been able to, to no. forgive oh, her absolutely and say not. what he said. A- a- right, absolutely right. not. I, I don't know that I could have I appreciate it. He made me pause and think, mm-hmm. but I do mm-hmm. not know if I could have done it exactly his way. Mm-hmm. I could have maybe done a, a version of it. Mm-hmm. I I know I know for a fact we not hugging. <laughs> that you, I know. But you did you did hear what he said though, Steve? No, he no, no. I understand exactly yeah. what he said, and it That's was most good. powerful. I have a closing remark I'm going to do about that. I've been okay. thinking about this, yeah. so I'm going to save my remarks. Mm-hmm. Because he said that's what his right. late brother would have wanted, you know? Wow. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that yeah. was stunning. That was that big. was stunning that was. to see that. Was that. Big. It was that's so a whole other level of yeah. being a human being. Mm-hmm. I, was, I don't know if mm-hmm. I can reach that. Mm-hmm. So let me ask, uh, Uncle Steve, you probably know this. When they give you 10 years, this is not federal. What do you really get in all actuality? Well, he she can be up for parole in five years. Now, the, this was a jury sentence, though, right? The judge didn't do this, right? Yeah, it was different. I, I didn't know juries could give out sentencing like that. That was I was kind of surprised to hear the jury did the actual sentencing. Yeah, and I remember when, to do... when Tommy asked that question yesterday, yeah, we, and we, we, we were like, just yeah, we were like the judge. Yeah, yeah, you said who's right. going to sentence yeah. her. But in this case, yeah, it was the jury. Wow. Uh, mm. Wow. Mm. Well, God God bless the, the John family. Yeah. 
Just God yeah. bless them. So you can post your comments on the Boke from John story at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram or Facebook. Coming up next, we'll switch gears. And uh, Nephew Tommy is here with a prank phone call for today. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, I am not the one to play with. Okay. Right now, though, yeah, you heard me. I'm not the one now to play with. Right now, though, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What do you have for us today, Nev? Who's moving next door? Mm. Who moving next door? Dwayne. (laughs) You know your neighbor. Who moving next door? Michelle. Mm, Who moving next door? Let's go, Cat Dog. Your, 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 your jacuzzi, your hot tub. 
I see. Okay. Let me tell you something. Uh, I've been in that house for 10 years. We put that fence up when we moved in, and it was based on the property line that was that was set when uh, 10 years ago. I don't know what you're looking at, but my fence is not moving. My jacuzzi's not moving, and there's there's no changing that. Okay. Well, let me let me let me. I'm glad you you, you voice what you wanted to voice. No 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 no. You hear you hear old Clifford out. Let me tell you something. Uh, Either we're going to take the fence line and move it where it's supposed to be, or we're going to put a gate between uh, uh, our two yards, and I'm going to be able to come and get in this jacuzzi and pool whenever I want to. All right, let's let's let's, let's talk about this. First of all, there's not going to be any gate, okay? And, and as far as you just coming over and getting in the jacuzzi at will, uh, i got a real problem with that. Uh, you've called me at work. Uh, I'm on the job, and I'm having to listen to this on a future neighbor uh, who, who's making weird claims about how he owns part of my land that i own the jacuzzi sir no no you did not pay for that jacuzzi you did not pay for that fence you just showed up making uh you call me at work and 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 and, and then hand me some story uh, with no evidence i'll go down to city hall and look at those papers myself because i don't trust word you're saying. I've been there for 10 years. I've had 10 other neighbors in that backyard. Y'all cycle through once a year, I swear, and I've never had any problems with them until you come along. This is some Okay, well, i tell you what. Here's, here's something you need to understand. You got a new black neighbor, and you got a new black neighbor that owns part, owns your jacuzzi because you're over the fence line. Alright, and as soon as I move in, I'm coming and I'm getting in my jacuzzi. You will, man. You know what I mean? This no. Move into that. I'm going to use the jacuzzi on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You get it on Tuesday, Thursday, and the weekend. That's it. Because part of this damn jacuzzi belongs to me. The jacuzzi is owned by a black man and a white man. And we're going to get along. Bottom line. Look here. Well, listen here, you. Who are you to dictate what days I get to use my jacuzzi? Because it's not coming over to my jacuzzi. It's not just your jacuzzi. Our jacuzzi, because you you built it. That's the only thing that makes it yours. It being on my part of the property helps make it mine. So therefore, we're gonna share this damn jacuzzi, and we're gonna try to get your in my jacuzzi. I'm tossing your across the fence. I will be there Mondays, Wednesdays, and you ain't gonna be. I'll be standing at my jacuzzi with a shotgun. You take one step over to my property, my property line. I swear, if I could jump through this phone, I'd ring your neck. You know who's going to be in there with me? Who? Who the going to be in there? I'm going to have Cunningham in the damn jacuzzi. Who? Cunningham. My co-worker? <laughs> what the? Hey, man, this is Nephew Tommy, man. Your, your, your boy Cunningham got me to prank phone call you. This, oh, that Oh, payback's a <laughs> We got you, man. We got you. You got me good. Hey, I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Radio Show. Yes, <laughs> 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 What is that? I don't know. <laughs> 
When I hear one, I just go crazy when I hear a prank. <laughs> I just go Stand crazy. Stand out everywhere. Keep it stupid. Hey, listen, if you know what, let me do it a little different. Go to ThomasMiles.com. ThomasMiles.com. You can see where Who I'm going to be. just talking now? Oh, this is Thomas Miles. You can see where I'm going to be in Salisbury, Maryland, uh, Mississippi, Chicago, Illinois, Columbia, South Carolina. Just go to ThomasMiles.com Thomas? and you can get, yes, sir. Is Thomas Miles talking about people coming to see Nephew Tommy? Yeah, I was helping him. I was helping promote. Oh, I was trying okay. to help promote him. That's that third person. Yeah. 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 I was just, just I was just trying to help with the confusion that might hit the I know. I, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. I was trying to help Tommy out. <laughs> trying to get you know. so, You're so still Thomas Miles is helping Nephew Tommy sell the show. Just want everybody to know that. Yeah. So listen, okay, go to cool. thomasmiles.com. You'll catch me uh, in Salisbury, Maryland, uh, Mississippi, Chicago, no. as well as Columbia, South Carolina. You can Thomas, see my dates there. Thomas, now, can I turn give it you back a tip? Over. I'm sorry, sir? Thomas Miles, you can catch Nephew Tommy That's at right. Salisbury. That's Try right. Like Thank you, that. sir. I appreciate that. Like uh, that. Hey, this is Thomas Miles. Well, let me tell you where Nephew Tommy's going to be. He's going to be in Salisbury, Maryland, uh, Mississippi, uh, Chicago, as well Leave as Columbia, alone, South Carolina. Sure. Go to ThomasMiles.com, and you can you catch go. all the dates on where Nephew Tommy is going to be. I don't like him. That wasn't me. <laughs> that was me. No, that's, no see, I, let all that go, Carla. That's how it's got to be. It's got to happen like that. What? All right, President Trump. Listen, uh, the strawberry letter is coming up. Subject, I am not the one to play with. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's strawberry letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. All right, we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buggle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, I am not the one to play with. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 54-year-old black professional man who has been married for 25 years. I am 6'6", and 270 pounds, and I am not to be played with. But my wife seems to think she could play me and get away with it. We're in the middle of a divorce now because I found out that she was taking and sending nude pictures to an ex-boyfriend. I also found out that she'd been having an affair with the guy for almost a year. When I confronted her, she told me that she's been unhappy for a long time and she needs more. I filed for divorce immediately. But as I mentioned, I am not the one to be played with, so I went to visit the guy she was sleeping what? with. You, uh-huh. you want me to read that line again? Two, no, no, Shirley. Just keep 6627. went to visit him. Uh-huh. He went to visit the guy. He went to visit the guy that she was sleeping with. I told him that I knew everything and that he could have my wife. This guy said that he's married and what he and my wife had was just a fling. He said he'd never leave his wife for her or anyone else. So I found his wife and I went to see her too. It was all in my plan to get revenge, but I didn't expect for his wife to be as fine and pretty as she is. I told her about my wife and her husband's affair and she was not shocked or upset. She uh, said she knows her husband is a cheater. She started flirting with me and eventually told me that she has needs of her own that are not being taken care of. Where the hell is this going? Well, well, you know I offered to help her with her needs and she couldn't resist. 
So here we are, months later, and we both have admitted that we're falling for each other. There is nothing better than revenge. But I, but I don't want my new woman to find out it was all a game in the beginning. Should I keep our affair a secret a little longer, or should I show my wife that two can play that game? Please advise, Steve. Steve. Uh-huh. <laughs> please advise, Steve. Steve. Yeah, please I got advise you, play Thomas Steve. Go ahead, uh-huh. Shirley. You ain't going to say nothing I'm going to say, so I know, that's right. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, this is just a big old nasty mess here. Um, I I didn't think just like, apparently, I don't think. See, right, excuse me, Shirley, not to interrupt you, but mine is not going to start off with this a big old nasty mess. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is. All right, thank you, sir. Uh, I, I just didn't think, like everyone else, that this letter was going to end up like this. I thought it was going to be some fighting, you know, maybe, a, I don't know, something. Uh, a little more serious than how this ended up. Uh, now it seems like everyone is just one big happy family. You're with his wife. Uh, he's with your wife. Except for your wife, when she finds out, um, you know, how, how her side piece your your girl's uh, new girl's husband feels about her. She's not going to be too happy. It's going to be quite a blow to her ego and her self esteem. Uh, you were pretty easy, huh? She was that fun and that pretty, huh? Mm-hmm. The- <laughs> and, and it was an opportunity. So now you guys are are, are involved in a relationship. So it looks like uh, what you guys are going to just do a trade off thing. You know, her husband is going to have something to say about this because he's not interested in leaving his wife. He's just not. What you? What is wrong? Yeah, he ready for you to get to the bottom of your hand. <laughs> come on. Girl, come on. I got all these hands. I, you know, I just, this, this, you know, you, you guys do what you do. I mean, if that's what you think revenge this is all about revenge and everything. I mean, the 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 thing for you to do if you really want to be with her, of course, is to go ahead with the divorce proceedings with your wife and to marry this woman if she divorces her husband. Other than that, you guys are all having an uh, all having an affairs. Jesus. All right, Steve. Cool. Thanks, Shirley. Shirley, listen, I want to compliment you and pay your compliment. You did a wonderful job. You did as best you could. That problem you yeah, have. Yeah, but you with, huffing and puffing. Well, Shirley, you know, the problem Just you have on, with this baby. letter is he says, Steve, mm-hmm. please advise Steve. He knew. <laughs> Shirley, he knew. You can't, you can't help him because you're not going to feel what he feels. Mm-hmm. And it's understandable. It's some letters, Shirley, where you take a woman's perspective and you touch on a lot of stuff I don't think of because you have an angle I don't have. Uh-huh. So I respect that. This 54-year-old man, I'm not the one to get played with. This is the only damn letter with what this letter about. <laughs> Been married 25 years. And here the facts. Before we get any other fact, I'm 54. Been married 25 years. That damn near half my life. But now hear what you need to know. I'm 6'6 six, six and 270. Mm. And I am not to be played with. <laughs> Clearly. But his wife seemed to think that, you know, she could play with it and get away with it. Mm. We're in the middle of a divorce now because I found out that she was taking and sending nude pictures to an ex-boyfriend. I also found out that she'd been having an affair with the guy for almost a year. 
when I confronted her, she told me she had been unhappy for a long ass time and she needs more. I don't know how much more you need than six six two seven. <laughs> what what are you looking for? How much more is it? I certainly don't have more. At six two two thirty-five. I don't have more. I promise you, Key ain't got more. Oh, I hang know on. for sure the last time he ain't got more. Hang so on, Steve. I don't I know, know what more you could possibly want. He's six six two seven. Hang on. We'll have part two of your response you coming up. Shot. <laughs> coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject of today's letter, I am not the one to play with. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. Ain't no recap. I am not the one to play with. He to be played with. 54 been married 25 years. He's 6'6", 270. He ain't to be played with. But his damn wife thinks she can play. So he found out she been taking pictures, sending it to this dude. Then found out that she been having an extramarital affair. She say, and when he confronted her about it, she say she need more. We left trying to figure out what mode do you want? Hmm. He's six six two seventy. Yes, yeah. he is. What <laughs> mode? Why are you okay. yelling? But obviously you want more. So then, but as I mentioned, I am not to be played with. So I went to visit the guy that she was sleeping with. Now this right here is where this letter. Starts to take a turn where every man hearing this going, this ass. Yeah. Now, see, since you don't play with me, I want to pay him a visit to the guy she was sleeping with. Told him I knew everything and that he could have her. See, he don't want her no more. He threw with her. You know, this ain't no left. You can have her. You know, I'm just letting you know this right here now. But now, let me show you what happened, though. He scared his punk ass so bad. When he said you can have her, first thing he said, I'm married. And this just, I wouldn't leave my wife for her or anybody. I don't want her. <laughs> See, because if he said, because if he'd have said you can have and he said thanks, he'd have knocked his ass into the <laughs> middle of next week. All 660. He'd have woke up in a coma, Shirley, if he'd have answered that question wrong. And you can have her. Thanks, man. Pop. I love your wife. That would have been it. This guy said he's married and he and my wife were just a fling. He said he'd never leave his wife for her or anyone. So, 6'6", found his wife and went to see her too. Wow. Mm. It was all in my plan to get revenge. I was, he was just going to tell it. But he didn't expect his wife to be as fine and as pretty as she is. I told her about my wife and her husband's affair. She wasn't shocked or upset. She said she knew her husband cheated. She started flirting with me and eventually told me that she got needs of her own that's not being taken care of. Now, I know she got needs because her man ain't 6627. <laughs> You're looking at all this beefcake in front of you. You start thinking, Lord, what is, it, what is all this here? Merry Christmas to me. <laughs> oh, I got needs that can't get met, but I bet you can do something. Well, you know I offered to help her with her needs, and she couldn't resist. Boy, I know that's right. BK. That was easy. So here we are months later, and we both have to admit 
admitted that we are falling for each other. Oh, this thing got good now. There's nothing better than revenge, but I don't want my new woman to find out it was all a game in the beginning. Should I keep our affair secret a little longer, or should I show my wife that two can play this game? Please advise, Steve. Oh, you came to the right place, player. <laughs> Boy, look at him. First of all, you do not tell her that it was all a game in the beginning. But what you do say is, when I came over there, it was about revenge for me. I just wanted him to feel hurt and I wanted his marriage to be in pain the way mine had to go through it. But when I saw you, I said, wow, how could he do this to some woman like this? And then I found out you knew he was cheating on you like all women do. And then you just said that you have needs and I got needs and we began to share with one another. And so now here we are and we have this moment. So tell her that you came for revenge, but after you saw her, you could not imagine how he could do this to a woman like you. And so we started seeing each other and what I found, you was everything I wanted. Because that's why y'all falling for each other. In the words of an old friend of mine, oh. fair, fair exchange. exchange ain't no robbery. If you got my wife and I got your wife and both our wives is cool with being got, bam, gotcha. Fair exchange ain't no robbery. Ain't no robbery. So now, here's what you do. Don't tell your wife nothing. Why you can't why you can't wait to rub this in her face? Let her get the divorce. Let her discover that the dude don't want her. Yeah. Mm. But then, let me explain something to you. What you worried about? What he gonna do if you take his wife? What he finna do? You ain't to be played with. You're 6'6", six, six, 270. What is punk boy. ass going to do yeah. when he yeah. find out you got his wife? NFL you worried about what your wife going to do when you tell her you sleeping with his wife. What he going to do? Not a damn thing. Y'all going <laughs> to live happily ever after. And let church say amen. 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 Happily ever after. <laughs> that was only Tommy and Junior. Appreciate it, fella. Uh, Are we with you? That felt like a bedtime story. All right, right listen. <laughs> post your thoughts on, on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast, please, on demand. Now, coming up at 46 after the hour from the talk, it will be our girl, the one and only Cheryl Underwood, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Come on now, with me. Mm-hmm. Chill Underwood. That's Underwood. what I'm talking about, Steve Harvey. Let's get to it, baby. It's so much going on. Where y'all want to start? Where y'all? Wait a minute. Hold on. Hi, Junior. Hey, Cheryl. What's up, girl? How you doing? Oh, girl, I'm lovely. But, Junior, you keep playing back now. Just trying mm-hmm. to tell you. You're going to find yourself in something. Grown ass woman. It's going to be just like Boomerang. <laughs> with Why Earth am I kit? clutching my chest? Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> She said yes. Lady Eloise. Uh, look at that Lady Eloise on them right now. Cause, <laughs> hey, hey, Junior, if you're anywhere near West Palm Beach, Florida, October 11th and the 12th, I'll be at the West Palm Beach Improv. So come on over and get nah, here with your nah, girl. No, Tommy working that weekend. <laughs> and we're talking no, she, to Junior. She's talking to Junior, dog. We at San Soul that weekend. Yeah, Junior. Oh, y'all going to be at San Soul? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. You kick it with all the dudes. 
don't let me see you on no social media with no girl. Nothing. Ooh, no, you got to watch what you're doing. Nothing. You That's right. No you know why? Why? Because I'm old and I have three credit cards. I will walk up on you. <laughs> <laughs> I got three clean credit cards. Play if you want to. I'll be right, right down there saying this. So they be, I thought you was working at the West Property Improv. Uh, Mike is handling the opening of the show. Mike Washington. I'll be back in time for the show. Did you rent a jet? Yes, I did. Hey, Junior. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, while we talking about Florida, wait a minute. Somewhere in here, can we talk about the Super Bowl halftime show? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, listen yeah. to me. I'm not mad at Jay-Z because we don't know if they talked to Jay-Z about booking Shakira's and um, what's the girl? J-Lo. J-Lo's J-Lo. and everything. I mean, you know, it's going to be hips flying all over the place. I just need to see some Trina, you know, some mm-hmm. Trick Daddy, because Trick love the kids. Mm-hmm. I need to see some two live clues, some flow riders, then Gloria Stefan. I need to see everybody from Florida up some on that Luke. stage. Yeah, oh, some pop that. Some pop that, pop that. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I want to I see some old school pop that. Some see, Rick Carla, Ross. I didn't say it like I did last week. I didn't say nothing like mm-hmm. I did last week. I need to have it happen. So, Florida, you know, y'all need Miami. <laughs> get it right now. Y'all need to have some Trick Daddy, some Trina. Matter of fact, we need to start calling people, tell them what we want to see. Now, back to the real problem we got. Can we get a new damn president and a new vice president? Can we immediately? <laughs> oh, man. I'm loving that Giuliani just stay out there talking and the more he yes, talks the yes. more people side with us on impeachment it's going down my girl maxine water say not just impeachment need to go to jail solitary confinement then she almost slipped up and said and let r kelly out i was like "Ooh, you went too far went too far went too far, <laughs> went too far. we right. trading for that one all right, Cheryl. Bye, Junior. Yeah. Make sure while y'all down in San Jose, Australia, I'll give you $20. Keep an eye on Junior <laughs> and them scallywags. <laughs> Listen, I ain't playing, Junior. You don't want me to walk up on you. I'm hard. Nah. I'm hard. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Cheryl. Appreciate it. Coming Bye, up Junior. at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Tommy, let's go. Let's go. It's that time. Get ready, get ready, get ready. She is here. Carla Farrell with what? Reality Update. All right. Thank you, nephew. Here we go. Let's talk about basketball wives. We're going to switch it up a little bit. Yeah. So, on Basketball Wives, Shawnee invited the girls on a trip, here we go, Steve, to Costa Rica because she needed to do a site check on a real estate opportunity, and it's, you know, she might have a possibility of owning a resort. So, she invited the girls to come on down. Anyway, you know how we do it, girls' trip drama. So, first, uh, some of the women in Byron Scott's family are having issues. Byron Scott's uh, daughter-in-law, Kristen, and his fiance are beefing. And, you know, Kristen, she kind of started a lot of the drama last season. And then, you know, she said that Byron Scott... Uh, you know, it's not being a good grandfather. So, you know, that was a lot of drama between Byron and Who the his hell son. ain't a good grandfather? Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. Now, how the hell do That's you when not you turn it around, right? <laughs> grandfather. Just, you need to, where the baby daddy at? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's her husband. Right. Yeah, so it was all, so it was just a lot of drama there, Steve. So, Cece, 
who is uh, Byron's fiance, she just got sick of the drama. And so my girl, she is kind of, she, she was like a doormat during the season. She just let people say whatever. Well, yeah. honey, she got fed up in Costa Rica and she started checking them all. So it was Team Cece, your girl OG, Jackie Chrissy. You know, she's on another Jackie. side of crazy. Ooh, Jackie. So yeah, crazy. I love Ooh, Jackie. She's my yes. favorite. Yes. I wouldn't watch yes. it if she wasn't on Doug that. found you a real, yeah. you don't need a security. <laughs> his yeah. wife, Jackie his wife Christy. got all that. Yeah. She's so crazy. Right. So anyway, mm-hmm. Shawnee, Evelyn, Kristen, Malaysia, Phoebe, it was just all of this arguing back and forth. So then Shawnee decides to throw this pool party, and then Cece, she got sick of arguing with her future daughter-in-law, so she tried to leave the pool party. Guess who took off running from behind to get after Cece? Down the ramp at the resort. Don't tell me. Was, Evelyn. Was this a grown woman? Oh, yes. come on, Evelyn. Oh, Evelyn. Okay. It wasn't. Yeah, no. Evelyn. Evelyn? T- yes. I was so mad at her. She took off running with like a bamboo or some kind of plant leaf in her hand. But yeah, she was trying to, I don't know what she was trying to do, but Please she kind of ran up on Cece from behind. And, you know, OG, you know, OG don't play. So her and Cece are Evelyn real cool. So she, it, huh? Yeah, Ooh. and she fell. Evelyn bust what? her behind. What? Yes, oh, she man. fell trying to get after this girl. It was just really, really ugly. You mm-hmm. want to think that this behavior it was in the past and just stop all this fighting and arguing. It was just really, really messy. So word has it, too, on social media, Steve, that Byron Scott is not happy with Shawnee and that he's been watching the show. And he's on the show quite often. Uh-huh. But he's been watching the show, and he he does not like the way Shawnee is treating his fiance, Cece. Cece. So um, there's some oh, issues Byron there. Oh, Scott's that, fiance is on the show. Yes, Cece. That's the one who Evelyn ran up on. Yeah. Well, you just, got to, you know, dog. If you're gonna take the check, you got to take the mess. Mm-hmm. And that's reality yeah, TV. The mess you come said, with the check, partner. Yeah. They don't. They don't. They yeah. not the check comes by because y'all. of the mess. Yeah. yeah. Right. And right. Shawnee ain't who you yeah. want in this case, right here, partner. Your check will <laughs> be short. Yeah. They they not ready to love. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. No, they're not. And then Tommy, you need to bring OG. all of them on your show. Yeah. <laughs> no. So they can be ready to love and stop all this arguing and hating. That's no. right, Steve. And, and and then there's some mess last night on the show with OG. I don't know. She's kind of like. Flirting with uh, Evelyn's ex-husband Chad Ochocinco, and it's it's just Chad Ocho on the show. But she's no, he's not on the show. Yeah, but she kind of DM'd him on social media, and she brought all that mess back up. And Evelyn, it's just too much. It's just a lot going on. Chad's fault, huh? Basketball wives. So we'll continue this conversation. You can hit me up at Lips by Carla on social media, and we'll talk about love and hip hop Hollywood too. The B2K drama with Lil Fizz and April and Omari. Oh my goodness. It just never ends. We'll be back at 20 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay, so Steve, this woman. Who walked in, walked straight into the lion's den at the Bronx Zoo over the weekend uh, and survived? I might add, uh, was high. She was high when wait she. Wait a minute. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. This, Go according ahead. to the cops, they say they found video of her smoking uh, right before the stunt. Uh, they've identified the woman. She jumped a fence, entered the lion's enclosure over the weekend. They say her social media shows her smoking something that looks like a weed right before walking Let into me ask the you zoo. A they just legalized uh, weed in New York, didn't? They? They need, mm-hmm. to, they need to reverse it. <laughs> okay, two questions. Yes. Was she white? 
No, Steve. She was black. She no. was black. Yeah. Oh, that's powerful. Then this wasn't weed. No, no, no. This wasn't weed. It's dipped in something. <laughs> yeah. It was well, a lot of stuff. Wow. Well, black I mean, people wow. climb for some lines with, with <laughs> yeah. weed. That ain't what weed do. I know well, a lot of people smoke weed. That ain't that weed is not fence climbing dope. Uh, she weed said, is go man, damn that fence high. That's weed. Yeah. <laughs> so she nah. stared down the lion in his in his enclosure. Then she did a few dance moves, and she was just a few feet away from the lion, Steve. You know, she was taunting him, but the lion, thank God, didn't lucky. bite. Yeah, he didn't she bite. She got lucky. Yeah. God yeah, took just care of her. A quick jerk yeah. out or just one of them jerks. Yeah. Get your ass no, out. God, God just took care of her. Yeah, because he could have mauled fools. the mess out of her. But when yeah. she see this video, though. When she sobers up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, more. You got to be bored. That's more, me. More of Woo! the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news coming up at 33 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, a Dallas jury sentenced Dallas police officer Amber Geiger to 10 years in prison for fatally shooting Botham Jean as he ate a bowl of ice cream in his own apartment. The state asked the jury to sentence Amber to 28 years. That was the age Botham Jean would have been this year. Uh, the 10-year sentence punishment was met with boos and jeers by a crowd gathered outside the courtroom. One woman said the sentence was a slap in the face. However, in a stunning moment, Botham John's brother, Brant John, uh, told Amber Geiger on the stand inside the courtroom, I forgive you and go to God. Take a listen. I speak for myself. I, I forgive you. And I know if you go to God and ask him, he will forgive you. And I don't think anyone could say it. Again, I'm speaking for myself, not even bad for my family. But I love you just like anyone else. I'm not going to say I hope you rot and die just like my brother did, but I see, I, I personally want the best for you. And I, I wasn't going to ever say this in front of my family or anyone, but I don't even want you to go to jail. I want the best for you because I know that's what that's exactly what both of them would want you to do. And the best would be give your life to Christ. I don't know if this is possible, but can can I give her a hug, please? Wow. Wow. What an outstanding human man. But but they said the same thing about his brother. I mean about both of them. He was that kind of guy. He was just such a great guy. When I I watched this Mm -hmm. on television Mm -hmm. yesterday, it uh It really choked me up, man, because I was feeling that young brother, man, Mm -hmm. because he he has to to he has to live with this the rest of his life, and he chose not to make hate a part of the rest of his life. Mm. Right, right. That that's a special person Mm -hmm. to be able to fix in your mind the correct way. Now, I don't know that about me. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know that about me. I don't know. That you would have been able to, to no. forgive oh, her absolutely and say not. what he said. A- right. Absolutely right. not. I, I don't know that I could have. I appreciate it. He made me pause and think. Mm-hmm. But I do mm-hmm. not know if I could have done it exactly his way. Mm-hmm. I could have maybe done a, a version of it I, I know 
I know for a fact we not hugging. <laughs> that you, I know. But you did you did hear what he said though, Steve. No, he no, no. I understand exactly yeah. what he said, and it That's was most it. powerful. I, I have a closing remark I'm going to do about that. I've been okay. thinking about this, yeah. so I'm going to save my remarks. Because mm-hmm. he said that's what his right. late brother would have wanted, you know? Wow. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. Coming up uh, next, we'll do our last break of the day. And then, of course, we will have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this at 49 Minutes After. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, Steve, our last break of the day on this Thursday. It's been a good Thursday. A lot of things going on yeah. in the news, yeah. a lot of things. Busy, yeah. busy. Busy, yeah. busy Black week. Black people playing with lions. There's lots of that. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> no, that was really crazy. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like to cal- calm us all down, put everything all into perspective, and give us something well, to hope and dream for. It's I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's what this is going to be today. All right. I really don't. Okay. Because I was going another direction. Well, it's, my closing remarks today mm-hmm. is going to be a commentary. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't do commentary often. Um, but today I, I I wanted to talk about this brother by the name of Botham John, who was murdered by this police officer Amber Geiger. And the reaction to Botham John's 18-year-old brother. I watched this young man at 18 years old talk about forgiveness. And then he begged this woman to hug him and asked the court, can I please hug her? Now, let me tell you something. I was choked up when I watched this. I watched it yesterday on the news. Because as he was hugging her and and asking the court to please allow him to hug her and saying that he didn't want her to even go to jail and he was debating on whether he was going to say this in front of his family. I was imagining what this 18-year-old young man could have possibly been thinking. Now, I don't know exactly what he was thinking, but maybe he didn't want his big brother's memory to be that of hate. Maybe he didn't want that hate to be his own form of cancer. Maybe he knew that his brother has never hated anybody in his life and he wasn't going to tie his memory by hating someone on his behalf. So this 18-year-old young man chose to forgive because hating don't get his brother back. Hate don't honor or tell the story of who his brother was. And he said so in his commentary to the fact that this is not what his brother would have wanted because he knew his brother intimately. It was his big brother. So he chose to forgive. I was amazed at this young man's strength. And, and 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 because he even pleaded with the court to allow him to hug her. And as he hugged her, the bailiff went up on there and just looking at him. But you could look in the bailiff's face like, wow, he couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people really understand what all and how many times people in this world have to forgive. Most people 
have had to forgive many times. Well, since this is a race issue, and for those of you who don't think that this is a race issue, is why we can't solve racism. Because there are those who won't even acknowledge racism even when it's blatant. So how do we solve something when people keep denying that it exists? This case was another case about racism. And since this is about race, let me say this first. I know for a fact that there are whites who have had to forgive some black person or some person of color. Of that, I am sure. That's gotta be a fact. But we as black people have had to forgive at a disproportionate rate. That young man's mother said that uh, she was grateful for the verdict, but the tactics used to try to clear this officer, these blatant race tactics, had to stop. She was talking about in Dallas, but it ain't just Dallas, it's nationwide. It just, case was just held in Dallas. So let's be real. We as black people, we have had to forgive so many times, for so many years. We've had to forgive, we've had to get over it, we've had to understand, we didn't had to just go deal with it. We've had to just let it go. We've had to just wait on it, wait and see. We've had to wait while everybody processes it. And here's my favorite one of all. We've had to be patient. Well, we tired. We've been tired. As a matter of fact, we sick and tired of being sick and tired, if you want to know the truth about it. Now look, I'm not going to do a list of injustices that's happened. But my closing remarks, we just don't have that much time. But just let me just say a couple things. Didn't a black woman get five years for registering her child at her daddy's address so the child could go to a better school? Didn't she get five years? Yes, sir. Didn't a black woman get 20 years for killing her husband who beat her? Yes, sir. But didn't Felicity Huffman in the big college cheating scam of the year she got 14 days. Yes, sir. Two weeks. Just two weeks. A woman just wanted her child to get a better school. She got five years. It's 3,000 people in prison who got life with no parole for nonviolent crimes. 91% of them people is black. Here's a fact. If this young man who died was the police officer in this case, and the officer who was at home eating ice cream, was a victim in her apartment 10 years? (laughs) Oh, you'd have had another zero on it and a very strong chance that he would die in prison. Those are my closing remarks. Y'all have a great weekend. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 